Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And welcome in. It's another edition of the BetQL Tailgate to kick off. I'm Ryan Horvat. It's Saturday, October 14th, and this is one of the dates that uh, I've had circled all season long. It's going to be a college football playoff type atmosphere. We get Oregon and Washington, and those, in my opinion, the two best teams in the Pac-12. That's coming up a little bit later on. We're going to preview that game. We're going to try to hit on every single game here in the afternoon slate. We're going to do that with Chase Kitty from the Lions Edge podcast. He's going to join us at 920. He's also going to join us at 940. We're going to talk some conference futures. We also have to take a look at the Heisman market. Last week, we talked about this before the Red River shootout. Um, Quinn Ewers getting a lot of Heisman love was down to 7-1. to one. Dylan Gabriel was still sitting there 25-1. to one. Oklahoma upsets Texas in that game. Dylan, got, Dylan Gabriel leads the game-winning drive uh, to finish that thing out. So uh, he's getting some Heisman love. And then, obviously, you know, you have Caleb Williams looking to win back-to-back Heismans. He's the second favorite. You have Michael Penix. He's plus 200 right now. He's the favorite going against Bo Nix. So we'll hit on some Heisman futures a little bit later on. Let's take a look at these games. And let's start, actually, with uh, Purdue. They have some injuries. Ohio State has some injuries, I should say, in their wide receiver room. Marvin Harrison will go today. He's been dealing with an ankle injury. But I'm going to grab Purdue right now over at BetMGM. Down to 18 and a half. There were some 19 and a halfs available early on in the week. You know, Purdue, uh, they're a two and four football team, but I've actually kind of like what I've seen offensively the last couple of weeks. They have a new coordinator, Graham Harrell. They have a new quarterback in Texas transfer, Hudson Card. So like I said, they're two and four, but they've had some close losses. They've had some bad turnover luck. They've had some uh, really big issues finishing drives. And even last week, you know, turnovers, they had a missed field goal. They lose to Iowa, but that game on the road in Iowa City, and they actually outgained Iowa, which most teams are going to do this season with that offense. 343 total yards to 291 total yards. So I'm going to take a small little shot with Purdue and lock that in. Uh, Emeka's not going to be able to go today for Ohio State. So they're down one of their better wide receivers. Here's one where Indiana opened up against Michigan. Uh, on the road, in the big house today, Big Ten matchup, 33.5 is the number. There were some 34s available with Indiana. Indiana's not going to win this game, but they've had two weeks to prepare. They're coming off a bye. Michigan not really looking for style points right now. In Indiana, we're going to see kind of a different offense today. They just fired their offensive coordinator over the bye, Walt Bell, which was probably four weeks too late. Rod Carey's going to take over his play caller today. So as great as Michigan's defense is, and it's great. They're only giving up five points per game, best defense in the country. I don't think they really know what to expect here today from Indiana. Not that Indiana is going to score a whole lot of points, but Indiana has been much better than they were projected to be defensively this season. I have to stay away. Uh, took a shot with Indiana with a team total a couple weeks ago against Maryland. 
uh, believed in their defense and the Terps hung 40 on me and I lost that bet. So I'm staying away, but I would actually lean Indiana uh, at 34 and even at 33 and a half, which the current price is right now over at BetMGM. Uh, as I pull up the BetMGM board, we see there's a couple other games that I want to get to here uh, in the afternoon slate, in the early slate. Alabama, a 19 and a half point favorite today over Arkansas. The total in that game, 46 and a half. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. Alabama's starting to figure some things out on the offensive side of the ball. It's a brand new offense with Tommy Reese calling the plays. A lot more quarterback design runs. Um, They were able to push the ball down the field and hit some explosive plays last week. Arkansas, I like K.J. Jefferson, the starting quarterback, but he doesn't really have the weapons this season. Rocket Sanders has been dinged for the majority of the season. I like Arkansas's offensive line, but I want to see what they're able to do against Alabama's front seven today. So I'm staying away. I would actually lean Arkansas, I believe, at 19 and a half. That's a lot of points. But Alabama is starting to figure some things out. Also laying a lot of points today is Florida State, and they have some injuries. Uh, Pete Thamel has this right now over on Twitter. Uh, If you follow his account, Florida State today going to be without a couple of their key cogs in this game. So the number doesn't really move. They're 18 and a half point favorites in Tallahassee over Syracuse. Syracuse has not looked good the last couple weeks, guys. Total in that game, 53 and a half. But um, for Florida State today, a couple injuries they're dealing with. So Johnny Wilson, one of their wide receivers, six foot seven, not going to play in this game. Uh, an offensive lineman, Bless Harris, is a game-time decision. Their left tackle, Robert Scott, is expected to play, but he's going to be limited, whatever that means. Uh, tight end, Jaheim Bell, and their linebacker, Tatum Bethune, are going to play in this game. But the Knolls are a little ding. They're obviously unbeaten. Uh, they got some big games coming up here, including one against Miami. So 18-and-a-half seems a little high. I don't want to take the points with Syracuse. Like I said, they haven't looked very good the last couple weeks. But um, not touching Florida State today at that price. One I do like, my favorite bet here of the early slate. Uh, the numbers uh, the numbers dipped a little bit, but I like Michigan State. I bet Michigan State at five, down to four and a half. They're on the road against Rutgers. The total in this game is low. You're going to see a lot of uh, low totals today. We're going to take a look at the weather coming up a little bit later on as well, especially in the Midwest. Some rain, some wind. Even here on the East Coast, as I look outside here in Maryland, we have some rain and some wind right now, uh, some wet conditions. Something to look out for today if you're betting tolls or if you're betting some of these games. But grab Michigan State plus five. Still going to lock this one in at four and a half against Rutgers. Um, Actually, man, Michigan State was five and a half earlier this week. Took some money. Not a great year on or off the field, obviously, for Sparty. Mel Tucker's gone. But the last two games, they've actually been more competitive without Mel Tucker. They lost to Maryland, but they outgained them in total yards. Then they played pretty good against Iowa. They should have won that game outright. Took the points with Michigan State a couple weeks back. They bullied them in the trenches. Outgained Iowa by 125 yards. They averaged over three yards per rush before first contact. The offensive line was getting push against Iowa's front. And today they're going to get a little bit healthier. They're going to get Jalen Berger back. Uh, their running back transfer from Wisconsin. Nathan Carter, their other running back, has been really solid all season. So I think they're going to be able to run the ball on this Rutgers front. Rutgers run defense should have some issues here. Virginia Tech was able to run the ball against Rutgers, two yards per rush before initial contact in that game. And Michigan State, off the bye, cleaned some stuff up. Uh, The run defense has been their strength all season long. We know what Rutgers is going to want to do in this game. They're going to want to run the football. And I don't think Rutgers is going to hit you deep with the explosive passing. And that's the area where you could attack Michigan State, is their secondary. Not sure who Michigan State's quarterback is going to be in this game. I'm guessing most likely Noah Kim gets some snaps. He was the starter to start the season. Uh, a possible weather game. We're going to see some rain, some wind. Low total, 39 and a half. I like Sparty. I think they win this game outright. So I'm going to lock them in. Liked them at five. 
Still like him at four and a half. So Michigan State plus four and a half, an official play. That game's going to kick off at noon. Rutgers a four and a half point favorite. Again, 39 and a half is the total. Cincinnati back home first year in the Big 12. They're laying five and a half against Iowa State. That total 42 and a half. That's a stay away for me. Temple on the road against North Texas today. North Texas nearly laying a touchdown in this game. Six point favorites, total 68 and a half. I have nothing in that game. Georgia Southern taking on James Madison. This is a sneaky good game in the noon slate. And also, if you have any plans today, make sure you get your stuff done in the noon slate. You want to be in front of a television by 3 p.m., 3.30 p.m. for Washington, Oregon. So uh, get anything that you need to done need to get done this morning. Georgia Southern, they are a six-and-a-half point favorite. Now actually down to five-and-a-half point fa- uh, dog, I should say, to James Madison. James Madison at the crib today, a five-and-a-half point favorite over Georgia Southern. Uh, it was a late night. Colorado Stanford didn't get to bed last night till 3 a.m. Stanford comes back, biggest comeback in school history, upsets Colorado last night. So if I'm all over the place, that's why. I got the coffee going this morning. But um, I actually like James Madison in this game, five and a half point favorites. We're going to have Chase Kitty on, James Madison alum. He likes Georgia Southern in the game. So we'll save that preview for when Chase joins us. Uh, a couple more that I want to hit on before we get to the big ones. Navy, a three-point favorite today over Charlotte. I actually like the under in that game, 44 and a half. The under's taking some money, though. We're dipping below key numbers, and it's minus 115. Toledo, a 17 and a half point favorite on the road against Ball State in a game where the total's 48 and a half. I lean Ball State. It's been a terrible product this season, only because that's a big spread for a game where we might see some weather and you have a lower total. Uh, Utah's at home today. Tough place to play, obviously. Ten and a half point favorites against California. I think that tells you everything that you need to know about California this season. Not a very good product, but to back California, you have to lay minus 125 over at MGM right now. Utah has not been very explosive on the offensive side of the ball. Defensively, they're top 20 in the country, but they have a bunch of injuries right now. Still no clue when Cam Rising's coming back on the offensive side of the ball. Ten and a half, too many points for me to lay. The big one. Oregon, three and a half point dogs now over at BetMGM. Minus 115 is the price. I'm going to lock this one in with the Ducks. Total in the game, 67 and a half. The under's actually taking some money. Two really good offenses, so that's scary to me. Minus 115 is the price for the under. This is the one I've been, I've had this one circled. Can't wait to watch this game. Uh, Both offenses, obviously a lot of fun. You have Michael Penix, the Heisman favorite right now over at Washington. You have Bo Nix for Oregon. Here's what concerns me with Oregon. They need to clean up the penalties, and we get Bo Nix on the road here. Against ranked opponents, if you go back to his time at Auburn, not always the best bet, but I like him today against this Washington defense. Right now, the Washington Huskies, their biggest issue is on the defensive side of the ball, and it's their defensive line. They're unbeaten. They're beating up on teams. Saw it a couple weeks ago. They beat up on Michigan State. So nobody's really paying attention, but they can't stop the run. If you adjust for schedule right now, Washington is outside the top 100 in defensive line yards allowed. They're outside the top 100 in havoc created. They're outside the top 100 in tackles for loss. They're outside the top 100 in stuff rate. And sure, they're a Pac-12 team, but Oregon's not your typical Pac-12 team. Uh, They're tough up front. I think they have one of the better offensive lines in the country. And I think they're going to be able to bully Washington a little bit in this game. And they're going to be able to eat some clock, especially with the new clock rule. And that should be the goal in this game, right? You want to extend drives. You want to keep Michael Penix and those three NFL wide receivers on the sideline and uh, make sure that they're not out on that field all game long. Because if they are, I mean, and you have to blitz Michael Penix, if you're not getting natural pressure, I think he's going to be able to pick you apart in this game. Uh, But on paper, that's the biggest mismatch of the game, in my opinion. It's Oregon's offensive line against Washington's defensive line. Oregon's offense, really good. 
Um, not really pushing the ball down the field as much as they did last season. So I think, you know, I want to see how Washington's going to play them defensively. Are they going to put six guys in the box here, just let Bo Nix dink and dunk down the field? Or are they going to blitz them? Are they going to try to pressure Bo Nix a little bit more? Um, that's going to be what's interesting to see here. But I'm going to take a shot here with Oregon. I'm going to lock that one in. It was three all week long. We're up to three and a half right now. It is minus 115, but I'll go with the Ducks on the road against Washington, and I'll trust Bo Nix on the road against a ranked opponent. But number eight, Oregon, taking on number seven, Washington. That's the game of the day. That's the one you're going to want to make sure you're in front of your TV for. Texas A&M, a three-point underdog today. On the road, taking on Tennessee. Total in this game, 54 and a half. All week long, I planned on betting Texas A&M in this game. Went back, watched both teams the last couple weeks. Tennessee, you think Tennessee, you, you think explosive offense. You think number one offense in college football last year. The problem is Hendon Hooker's no longer there. It's Joe Milton. And I know he's not turning the ball over a whole lot, but he's also not pushing the ball down the field, even though he has ridiculous arm strength. Tennessee right now is surviving on offense because they're able to run the football. Defensively, they're much improved. Right now, they're playing like a top 25 defense. They're getting pressure on the quarterback the last couple of weeks, a bunch of sacks. And now they go against Texas A&M. And what's their number one problem on the offensive side of the ball? They could hit you with explosive plays. I really like their wide receivers. But the offensive line has been a mess in pass protection. They've already got Connor Wegman hurt for the season. They're on their backup quarterback right now, Max Johnson, who has a ton of experience. But he also gets sloppy with the football, like we've seen in some of these big games. And now you're going against that Tennessee pass rush. So right now, this is a pass for me. I still lean A&M just because I haven't loved what I've seen from Joe Milton. But Tennessee has extra time to prepare for this game. They're at home. That's going to be an electric crowd. I think they have the better pass rush, and I think they could force Max Johnson into some mistakes. So right now, that's a stay away for me. Uh, Illinois, I bet, at plus 14. They're down to 13 and a half. Maryland's coming off their first loss of the season. They don't get the cover. They lose to Ohio State. They played tough for three quarters. They just fell apart in the fourth quarter of that game. For Illinois, it's been a mess this season. Offensively, they've been pretty much carried by their quarterback, Luke Altmaier. He was their leading rusher. They're getting a little bit healthier. Defensively, they lost so much talent to the NFL that the pass defense has been bad. The run defense hasn't been much better. But I just think this has a letdown spot written all over it for Maryland, coming off their first loss of the season. And I just can't lay 14 with the Terps. Love that passing attack. Don't love their offensive coordinator, Josh Gaddis, as we talk about on the show every week. Defensively, they've been much better than expected. But still, I'm going to lock in Illinois, even at 13 and a half. I like the Illini today. Uh, Florida, uh, man, Florida has had to play three straight opponents coming off a of bye week. South Carolina at home today, one and a half point favorites. Total in that game, 50 and a half. Spencer Rattler's had a really nice season, especially when you consider the fact that South Carolina does not have a good offensive line. They have absolutely no run game. Um, but this is a stay away for me, just because it's another tough game for Florida. They can run the ball. They can't really push the ball down the field with Graham Mertz. Their defense has been up and down this season. One week, they look really good. One week, they're letting teams run right up the middle against them. This right now has stay away written all over it for me, but I would lean South Carolina at home in this game with the rest advantage. One more game that I wanted to hit on before we get to the break here, uh, Iowa-Wisconsin. I actually like Wisconsin in this game, anything under 10. They're at home. Camp Randall, a really tough place to play. Wisconsin the last couple of weeks is starting to figure things out offensively. It's a new offense. Uh, unfortunately, they lose one of the running backs, Malusi, but they still have Braylon Allen. He's still averaging over three yards after initial contact, running guys over. The offensive line has been playing much better. 
Tanner Mordecai has been playing much better. He's not turning the ball over as much. Defensively, you always know what to expect from Wisconsin. And guys, Iowa right now offensively, especially with their backup quarterback, Deacon Hill going, not a great product. I'm going to lay it with Wisconsin today, nine and a half point favorites. We'll take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to hit on the future market. We'll do that with Chase Kitty, host of the Lion's Head podcast, a BetMGM podcast here on the BetQL tailgate to kick off. BetQL tailgate kickoff with Ryan Horvat. We'll be right back on the BetQL network sponsored by BetMGM. 